Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. We want to do a quick shout out to Quail Valley, California. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. We're so happy to be with everybody. We are on our second season of our podcast. Um, we do have a website, graceintheshadowsor.org. Reach out to us by email, Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. And you can also look at some merchandise and purchase some with our Shadows of Grace Etsy store. So check that out as Yay. well. All right. We're so thankful you're here with us today. Dr. J, you got some facts? Yes. All right. Yes. Russia has a larger surface area than Pluto. Wow. The planet. Well, yeah. Well, it's not a planet, though. You thought it was a dog? No. It's, uh, a, it's a dwarf. Oh, dwarf planet, whatever. Meteor planet. What is it? They call it a dwarf planet. Now, it's not an official planet. Of course, we grew up learning that it was planet. a planet, and then all of a sudden, they decided it wasn't a planet. But anyway, so Russia's bigger than that. Cool. Okay. In France, it's legal to marry a dead person. Why would you? <laughs> uh, That's a bit weird. That is weird. Okay, then. I love our French people. Yeah. But Download. I, we love downloads. Yes, yes. Like, Thank you, France, for downloading. Yeah, France. Um, hopefully none of you are married to dead people. Okay. All right. There's an <laughs> opera house on the U.S.-Canada border where the stage is in one country and the other half of the audience is in another. Seems like I've heard that. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Well, you went to the equator. Yeah. And you stood on like the the, the yeah the southern end and the northern hemisphere. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and where is that? Where'd you stand on the equator? We were in Ecuador, and I forget yeah. the exact city. Right. But, uh, yeah. And don't they have like two places? One place is where one place it was for like a show. Okay. People would stand there, but pe most people, uh -huh. most tourists, did not know where the real one was. Oh yeah. And we went to the. It was like in the, some pyramid. Oh, interesting. Kind of, like, kind of very weird, but that it was is cool. cool. Okay, so you've been in like two We've different hemispheres at the, <laughs> at the same time. All right. Cool. All right. Jupiter and Saturn reigns true diamonds. Oh. Man, we could be loaded there. Well, you know, they are trying to get, where, where are they trying to get people to go? Now, that's Mars, so. Yeah, that's a far distance. That is a far distance. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to be mining any diamonds on those. I wonder oh. if they found it out. I don't know. Hmm. I, I have to question some of these. Some of these facts are, um, you wonder where they came from. <laughs> where do they get their facts? It's about, oh, supposedly cool. have ways. Okay. Well, what are we talking about? What's our topic today? You know, we've talked about like affairs, marriage uh -huh. stuff, but yeah. I think emotional affairs. You know, people don't realize that that can wreck your marriage just, as, just much. as much as a physical sexual affair can, because especially with women, a lot of times we lead with our emotions. Men do as well, but more so with women and you fantasize about them. You may never cross that line, but the emotions are tied together yeah. Yeah. and that's not good. Yeah. Emotional affairs when an individual not only contributes more of his or her emotional energy mm -hmm. outside of his or her marriage, but also receives emotional assistance uh, from a new, from another person. And that is not a good place to be. Yeah. Not at all. 
Not at all. Emotional affairs, uh, an individual, you know, husband and wife feels closer to that other person and manifests an increased sexual tension. That's a sign that things are happening. And and many times, of course, the emotional affair doesn't stay with the emotions. A lot of times it will turn into a physical affair, but um, you've got to stop it before it even becomes emotional. You know, I think uh, another sign of it is you start sharing intimate thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. um, with someone else instead of your spouse. And a lot of times it starts out as that person complaining about their spouse to that person. And then they see how they react and they start and they're like, oh, and they get roped in, tied in to sharing everything with that person. And that's when the emotional affair starts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, And I think a lot of this by just not being too close with the opposite sex, that's not your spouse. Right. Yeah. That would stop a lot of this. Yeah. And, 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 you know, even in today's world, um, you don't have to be alone with the opposite sex. You can put barriers there. You can, um, I know one time I worked, um, for a home builders group and they, the manager wanted me to ride with him and it was just going to be us. And I said, you know, I appreciate that. But my husband and I made a pact that we wouldn't be alone with the opposite sex. He looked at me like I had two heads, but you just, you have to put those boundaries down and stick to those because, you know, sometimes, I mean, it, it, I mean, it would have been innocent, of course, but if you're alone with the opposite sex and say somebody else sees you alone with the opposite sex, they don't know. They didn't, they wouldn't have known that was and my that boss. That really damage who you are. Yeah. It'll get people because people gossip. Oh, my oh, word. Yeah. People gossip nowadays, even worse than they used to. And um, people will talk and spread rumors that could very much harm you. And I think a lot of emotional affair, the, the most of the pain comes from um, you know, emotional affair. Deception, mm-hmm. lies, feelings of betrayal. Right. And it, uh, so platonic friendships can can turn into this probably pretty quickly, especially like at work, things mm-hmm. like that, with people of the opposite sex. Well, and and you know we've had uh, we've had friends that say, oh well, I'm just friends with this person. There's nothing there, and but it can very quickly turn into something so you don't really want to have like i wouldn't want a best friend that's a guy and you wouldn't want a best friend that's a girl Mm -hmm. just because of the way god made us i mean Mm -hmm. temptations are out there and and i just i i just kind of cringe when i have a married friend that says oh well he's just my best friend and i'm like okay but yeah opening up those relationship doors Mm mm-hmm uh, that should remain closed is very precarious. It is. It really is. And I just wish people would realize that because it may start off as an innocent friendship, but most of the time it doesn't stay an innocent friendship. Some signs that maybe you are struggling with that or maybe coming close, if not in, emotional affair. Okay. When the when you say and do things, the other person that you would never say or do in front of your spouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. When the majority of the conversations are kept secret from your spouse. That's not good. Uh, you're withdrawing from your spouse. Mm-hmm. You're preoccupied and daydream about your friend more than your spouse. That's dangerous. Oh, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when you make a point to schedule private conversations with your friend, mm. you're not interested in intimacy with your spouse mm-hmm. or emotional intimacy, right. sexual. Yeah. Um, maybe when you're confronted about the emotional affair, we're just friends. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch out. We're just friends. We're just friends. Yeah. Are you really? Hmm. Um, uh, you find reasons to give your friend personal gifts. Mm-mm. No. Um, no, no. As you mentioned earlier, sharing problems and stuff about your, your mm-hmm. spouse. Yeah, that, that is a big no-no. Um, it's kind of disrespectful, too. It is it, very disrespectful, yeah. yeah. And you become almost excited to talk with that person. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Could be uh, you're keeping your friendship a secret from your spouse. Um, maybe some things that could even get it into a more precarious situation of becoming physical where you maybe in a legal way, pat him or her on the shoulder, picking Lynn off the shirt, fixing a tie. Yeah. When you start doing those yeah. personal things, that's crossing a barrier. It's crossing a line. You, you, I mean, and y'all may say though, that's so innocent, but it's really not. It's really not innocent. Uh, you think crush like things like, I wonder <laughs> what their favorite song, they would love this one. That person would love this song. Oh, yeah. What's their favorite food? Oh, I'm eating their favorite food today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Increase sexual energy and tension to that person. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's Those are signs. Those yeah. are signs. Crossing the line very soon. Um, some some cautions that they may become more physiological. Okay. Physical in nature. Mm-hmm. You find yourself feeling tempted to turn to the other person for support rather than your spouse. No. No, no. Uh, place yourself in situations where the two of you could be alone. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe there's uh, messaging on social media. Yeah, very easy to do that nowadays. I think that's dangerous. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you are, I mean, if you're thinking, oh, I really would like to get some time alone with them. That, ooh, that's not a good thing. Run to the hill. Run, run away, get away. Um, and, you know, you need to let your spouse know um, it's going to it's going to hurt them. But you letting them know will make you more accountable to your spouse to stop that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's necessary. Very necessary. You know, you look at Joseph in the Old Testament. Oh, yes. You know, he knew mm-hmm. Potiphar, the governor's wife. And he probably talked to her. He probably yeah. I mean, he might even thought she was pretty. He may have. Yeah. And she went after him. Right. Sleep with me. Sleep with me. And he just took off and ran for Dodge. Which he should have done. And he did. That was the right thing to do. And sometimes, sometimes we will send off cues that we don't mean to send off. Oh, yeah. And that other purple... Purple. The other person may think that you're sharing, you know, that you are flirting, flirting. Um, and I've had issues with that because I'm a friendly person. I, I talk to people. I am introverted, but I am friendly and, and I have to be careful with that. Because you're friendly. Yeah. And oh, a lot of times, friendly. well, yeah, we both can. And, and a lot of times that opposite sex will take that as, Oh, that person likes oh. yeah. and and so you, you just you'd have to be careful. You have to really think through 
um, what you're saying and doing and how you're presenting yourself. I'm not trying to make everybody paranoid. No, and I'm, we're not. Yeah, but you have but to boundaries be boundaries are important. Boundaries. Boundaries are very important. Definitely. I think one of the signs you're in the danger zone mm-hmm. or a precarious situation is mm-hmm. you experience more conflict in your marriage uh, on a consistent basis. Yeah. Uh, maybe you also... Uh, there's more emotional distance from mm-hmm, your, mm-hmm. Uh, your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're sharing more of your feelings to the other person than your spouse. And we've said that a couple of times, but I yeah. think it's important to point that out. It is important to reiterate. Um, there's a sexual attraction to the to the, your friend. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're just friends. There's kind of a rationalization for your feelings. Yeah. Thoughts. If yeah. you're having to say we're just friends, there must be something there. That's right. Right. Keeping secrets from your spouse. Mm-mm. Some ways to to improve this, maybe. Uh, I think you're right. Just talk openly with your spouse. Mm-hmm. I think that will build trust and it will also build accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, she or he may be frustrated, but mm-hmm. I, but I think ultimately it will be a positive thing. And even if you're innocent but you feel like you may have accidentally communicated something to someone talk to your spouse about that as well just so they'll be aware i agree of it um in case y'all ever encounter everybody at the same time because you don't want them to be shocked and think there's something there when there definitely isn't because that secrecy even you know may even be a satan loves secrets oh he does Yes, he does. And he likes to twist things and he likes to make things more than they are. So if you continue to have that open dialogue, that open communication with your spouse about everything, then those secrets won't be there. And he won't be able to. And truth shall set you free. Yes. Of course, in context, he's talking about Jesus himself. Right. But I think it's in general, too. I agree. The truth will set you free. Definitely. Create boundaries. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we need to say, and I encourage couples before they get married. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you need to uh, tighten those or maybe loosen them. It depends on how stringent you were. Right. Uh, create boundaries that's going to protect your relationship with your spouse. And that's so important. You need to to make sure that you know what those boundaries are going to be and that you talk through them. Maybe one spouse has an or future spouse has an issue. And so you've got to work through those and talk through those and and reach out to couples that are married, older couples, you know, get wisdom mm-hmm. from them as well, especially in counselors, your therapist as well. I think people that are in church and are believers mm-hmm. should have an older couple that yes. have been around a little bit. Yeah, been through the wars and battles. Yeah, of uh, of marriage and of spiritual warfare in the world, and so that they can learn to grow in grace and learn to grow in their marriages. I wish we had more of that. That you know, there are a lot of strong marriages out there mm-hmm. um, that could really help young marriages. Just say, okay, yeah, we went through this and this is what happened. And what you're going through is definitely normal. And, and just, you know, sharing things with other young couples, I think is very beneficial. And as we mentioned, converse with your spouse. Yeah. You got to talk these things through. Even if you think, I mean, because like, even if you think, um, I may have come off wrong to this person. So I'm going to talk to my spouse and see what they think um, I should do. That I mean, that you should have open communication about all things. 
spend time with your spouse. Yes. You know, anytime there, you know, build it because if you start isolating mm-hmm. and you start falling into that infatuation, which it, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. It's going to really suck your relationship dry and uh, begin to decay your marriage. And you don't want that. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I also think people, <coughs> people will generally say with this, well, you know, I trust myself. Mm. I have, and, and I bring people to Jeremiah <sighs> seventeen nine. What does the Jeremiah seventeen nine say? It says, "The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it?" Yeah, yeah. We may think we can trust ourselves, but we really can't. Oh yeah. And we need to be accountable to each other in our marriage. In uh, you know Matthew chapter five twenty seven to twenty eight. Jesus, you know, the Pharisees were like uh, trying to catch him, mm-hmm. talking about uh, adultery. Right. And Jesus said, you've heard that it was said by them of old, mm-hmm. you shall not commit adultery. But mm-hmm. I say to you, whoever looks upon a woman, mm-hmm. of course, a woman looking on a man, right. heard that, yeah. looks on a woman to lust after her, has committed adultery already in his heart. Definitely. And so... You know, of course, there's degrees mm-hmm. in the physical. I think there definitely is degrees and consequences. Yes. But the principle's still there. We can't trust our hearts. No, we can't. No, we can't. And, and Satan is very quick to alert us of those things and jump in when we start trying to trust ourselves too much. Um, that gives him a foothold. And we don't want to give him that foothold. A lot of songs are out there about trusting your heart. Mm-hmm. People say, just trust your heart. You know, Uh, that's dangerous as a believer. uh, It is. Because your heart, your head, your gut, all of it (laughs) can definitely lead you astray and lead you wrong. You have to trust God. You have to trust your spouse. There's a lot of people on death row Mm -hmm. because they trusted their heart. Yeah. There are a lot of families that are broken because Mm -hmm. you trusted your heart. Yeah. There are a lot of people that lost their job because they trusted their heart. Right. There are a lot of relationships broken because they trusted their heart. Mm-hmm. We've got to trust Jesus, trust his word. We do have to. Yes, we have to trust his word. We have to lean into his word. We have to know his word. Um, and because, you know, Jesus showed us with the temptation in the desert, the best way to stop the devil's attack is to come at him with scripture. So we need to know those scripture verses about temptation. We need to know those verses about trusting in Jesus. So when we are feeling those urges or those thoughts to become emotionally tied to someone else, that we have Bible verses that we can call up in our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we can even say them out loud to stop those things from happening. You know, I've had patients mm-hmm. that, female ones, that, mm-hmm. that have told me that emotional affair is harder, was harder than a physical affair. And I can see why. Because, I mean, once you're emotionally tied to that person, you're depending on them for your happiness a mm-hmm. lot of times and things like that. Um, and if you're an overly emotional person, I mean, there's some people that just are really emotional mm-hmm. um, and and th- that can be really tough. So and guys, too, but I have yes. guys that in, emotional affairs have been just as hard. Right. But I just think that, you know, really setting those boundaries, putting Jesus on the top of your list he- and really, really being conscientious of, um, you, you know, your, of, of, of your patterns. Mm-hmm. And not putting yourself in temptation, mm-hmm. I think, is key. 
Yeah. And, communication. And, yeah, definitely. I was about to say that, that open communication with your spouse to prevent emotions from going to someone else outside of the marriage. Um, and, and if you feel like you are on the brink of getting emotionally tied to someone, stop it right then. Stop mm-hmm. it. Put those boundaries up. Make sure those boundaries are in place and make sure that your spouse knows what's going on. Um, you, you want to be able to have open communication with your spouse and you've got to talk to them to have that open communication. And, you know, if people that have been through this, mm-hmm. there is hope. Oh, yes. There's always hope and yes. uh, for rebuilding and rejuvenating, resurrecting. Yes, absolutely. But I think it's very hard, so don't get there to, to begin with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Put those boundaries up. Talk to your spouse or your future spouse um, about, well, okay, well, if this happened, what will we do? And mm-hmm. talk through those scenarios and talk through those things. And, of course, make sure... Make sure what? That. What? Oh, God (laughs) can take your mess, turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. And he can. He can. He absolutely can. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for sharing. Please reach out and let us know how you are. If you have any prayer requests or, or need us, you know, we will not share those prayer requests with anybody. We will definitely pray for you. If you have um, suggestions of some podcasts you'd like for us to talk about, reach out to us as well. Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadows.org. We would love to hear from you. If you want us to delve deeper into something, definitely let us know that as well. And we've had some. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. these two here were requests. Absolutely. Asking questions. Yeah. Yes, yes, these last two. Please feel free. Yes. We keep everything anonymous. Absolutely. Uh, Nothing leaves here. We pray. Uh, But that's it. Absolutely. No one else hears it. No, no. And so thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Bye-bye.